Wait, I have to sneeze. Let this be the cold open. Watch it, sister. Hi, welcome to Watch It, sister. <laughs> I forgot what our intro was. I don't know if I'm we have one. Jesse, the intellectual. I'm tips Sarah. my hat, m'lady. <laughs> Ew. I'm Sarah, the cool one for sure. I was thinking about what I was going to talk about today, and I was like, yes, this will definitely, in our audience's mind, solidify that I am not the cool one. <laughs> That's me. If for some reason you're starting our podcast on episode three, we're watching Avatar, The Last Airbender. Sarah's watching it for the first time. I'm watching it for, I don't know what time. I've seen it so many times. I've seen it so many times. Yes, Jesse is my older sister who watches shows for babies. And we're Not just making baby. each other watch each other watch our favorite shows. But right now we're going through Avatar. That's right. Today, Today we're doing 7 through 9. That's right. Excuse me. Episode 7. Wow, I'm so burpy. Ugh. Yikes, you're burpy and I'm sneezy. If you were one of the seven dwarfs, I'm Jesse, the burpy one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Sarah, the sneezy one. And you're listening to Watch It, Sister. Um, would you be would you be burpy? I would be burpy because I have really bad acid reflux. Ever since the incident. I don't know what the incident is. That's very ominous. It was when I had that surgery. When did you have surgery? Were you not... When I got my gallbladder removed, because I had pancreatitis. When did you have your gallbladder? Oh! I almost died! I remember that. I do remember that. This is the problem with not living in the same town for ten years. Oh my gosh. What's happened in your life? Huh? Anyways, episode seven. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I had a question before we started. Maybe I sure, should add it at the question? end. what's your question? Well, it's, well, shouldn't Sokka be a waterbender too? Like, isn't it like a family? Mm. Uh, like Great a, question. So that means he will be? No. Oh. So, in the Avatar world, in at least last airbender because Korra they get more into detail of like the nitty gritty of how bending works and stuff in the last avatar what's this show called in the Aang show (laughs) some people are born with bending powers and some people aren't and they don't really explain why that is so not everyone who's lives in the fire nation is a firebender not everyone who lives in the water tribe is a waterbender really yes okay i uh before i knew everybody in this show i thought cora was the was katara and i thought that show was a spinoff of katara no okay so episode seven what is Winter Solstice Part 1, our first two-parter episode. Oh, was it a two-parter? Is that why it was so long? Yes. So, ep- 
part one was the spirit world. Uh-huh. Which was spooky. This is the one that you normally skip? Yes. I don't understand why. Because it's boring. Maybe we'll get into it. <laughs> I have zero interest in the spirit world. Well, I thought it was interesting. Plot. It made a little bit of sense to me because um, if the avatars are all supposed to be reincarnations of each other, then I think it's probably makes sense that they can like communicate through the spirit world or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I also, I don't get a whole lot of reincarnation and I don't understand why it's necessary. Hmm. Uh, but that's a long talk for someone else, I think. <laughs> that's the whole philosophy <laughs> discussion. Um, but the first thing, so the first, okay, so they get to another place. So, uh, the first thing they do is they see an acorn, or there's like a burned forest. <laughs> we shot, and... we open the shot on an acorn. <laughs> There's, like, a burned forest, and Aang is really sad. He's like, who would do this, and why would they do it? And then we find out that the Fire Nation is evil, which we've known the whole time, so I don't know why that's a surprise. Um, But Katara's like, it's okay, there's an acorn on the ground, which means everything's going to be fine. And I just think that the amount of evidence that they have before they figure stuff out is just silly. Like, they just... They leap so far and are, I mean, they're, they're normally right, but it's like, like, I get it's a kid show, so they have to like mm-hmm. over explain a lot. Yes. Um, and to do you of, remember why they deduced it was the fire nation? Cause everything was burned. No. Oh, then no. If you weren't watching with your eyes, you would have missed it. Uh, you were just listening while you were doing stuff. I might have been... Sokka noticed that there were tracks from those rhino things that the Fire oh. Nation rides. But yes, the, I, I think I put that in there, that Sokka has, like, great detective skills. Yeah. It's, like, kind of annoying. But whatever. Fire Nation. I mean, do you want them to take, like, half the episode to be like, What happened? I mean, I don't need them to be Ooh, like what happened. I just need them to be like this fire, huh? An acorn, and then like later, there was a great opportunity for them to be like, "It's okay. We know that life will come again." Because the ac- mm-hmm. like you know, like they didn't need to figure it out all right then. Mm. Um. Anyway, so they're like, "We got to go do something on this island." Then an old man flash out of nowhere, and he's like, "Are you the Avatar?" Oh yeah. This was also... It just appears out of nowhere. This guy has way too much faith in Aang. Uh, he's like, there's this scary spirit that's trying to kill everybody, and it's causing a lot of havoc. So you're the Avatar, so you can go fix it. And he's like, okay, I guess so. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just a 12-year-old. And uh, he goes and figures it out. And he's, like, fighting the big spirit, which is really terrifying. Mm-hmm. Hated that thing. That and... thing gave me... Sorry, do you want me to let you finish? No, go ahead. The spirit monster gives me major bleach vibes. I don't know if you've ever watched yeah. bleach. That's... I it's... was like, this thing looks so familiar, but I don't know why. It looks very much like it is one of the monsters in the anime for bleach. 
yeah, to me. Yeah, I have seen clips and stuff. Probably about... because it's all black and white. Um, it's a very specific yucky. He was yucky. <laughs> um, it scared you? No, I didn't like him. Aww. So then... He's like, I'm going to help him. So he's like, excuse me, Mr. Spirit, can I help you? And he's chasing him and they get like, he's, and then Sokka, which actually like, I felt like was a good on Sokka is he was like, we need to help him. And they're like, no, he can figure it out for himself when he obviously couldn't. No, so this 12 year old boy is fine. Sokka hops in, tries to help him. Obviously things don't go well. And they get taken into the spirit world or something and captured. Mm -hmm. Um, Cut scene to Iroh in a hot tub. And I thought that was hilarious. Yes. Uh, Because he's like making it hot with his fire bending. And that was funny. And then Zuko's like, I'm going to leave you here, old man. And he's like, that's fine. And then falls asleep and then wakes up to some earthbenders kidnapping him. Yes. Um. Which I thought was interesting. I also thought they were a little too mean. They were like, this is the once great I General Iroh. And I was like, he's still pretty great. You just need to get to know him. <laughs> well, he did lay siege to their city for 600 days. So they probably weren't excited about getting to know him. Well, I believe in second chances. So, But yes, through that we've learned that Uncle Iroh is also... In the Fire Nation's eyes, a somewhat disgraced person in that he used to be a legendary general and now he's a silly old man. He definitely is a silly old man. Um, I wrote down LOL, a naked Iroh. <laughs> I know, I thought it was so funny that they captured him and they don't let him put his clothes Yeah, he's on. just like on the horse, like Nakey, and I thought that was so funny. I also wrote down that Iroh is 100% chill and Zuko is 0% chill. <laughs> Just perfect for each other. Um, anyway, so then, so. uh, they, um, put too much faith in Aang. Yeah, I feel like everyone- Wait, what happens to Uncle Iroh? Well, he's still getting kidnapped. Oh, okay. Okay, well, Zuko is looking for him, mm-hmm. and he's, like, found, finds his little flip-flop and figures out where he's going, and at the same time, he's following the tracks of those weird things. They're, like, horses with weird feet, and then he also sees Uppa, and he's like, oh, the Avatar's here. Who do I get, the Avatar or Iroh? And he goes and gets his grandpa, which is Aww, her uncle, good which job, is good. Zuzu. Zuzu. Yeah, so he goes um, and does that. And he gets him, because, like, so Iroh, like, starts escaping a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he, like, heats up his metal handcuffs so that they burn the earthbender's hands and then they get really mad and they're like we're gonna destroy your hands which i was like holy crap yeah i was like that's pretty extreme okay we're just gonna crush this guy's hands with a boulder yeah i thought that was gnarly but then it was really cool because that's when zuko popped in and he kicked the boulder out of the air which i thought was very ba and then uh i also thought it was cool because they almost did that whole fight without firebending both of them. Yeah. 
and I They're thought that skilled. was yeah, I thought that was really cool. Except I also thought it was really annoying when he like popped in, and Iroh was like excellent form, and he was like you train me well. Like they had this really <laughs> annoying dynamic that they haven't shared before. And so I was like, they're normally we're way more catty than this. And yeah, I know and he's excited nice to, to see him. Them, he just like, saved him, but that was annoying. It's showing us that even though Zuko's a big butt a lot of the time, he does care about his uncle. Okay. Anyway, I, it was obnoxious. So I thought that I thought that fight scene was actually really really cool. Anyways. So then, Sokka gets kidnapped. Back the to monster. the spirit thing. Um, there's something about the solstice that I didn't really understand. They're like, you so, have to do this before the solstice. So Sokka, so what we learned in previous episodes is that the monks told Aang that when he was ready to learn how to be the Avatar, that his previous, somehow the previous incarnation of the Avatar would communicate with him. So... Aang fights the spirit monster, it kidnaps Sokka and runs away, and when Aang is chasing it, he chases it into the spirit world. Makes sense. When he's in the spirit world, a dragon shows up. Yeah, he was cool. And I liked how he was like, oh, Yoroku's animal guardian, just like Appa is to me. And I was like, I'm pretty sure Appa's your pet. Like, he's not really... Leading you anywhere? Is that but okay, true? Sure. I think. Well, I think that was a good chance to explain that if they hadn't yet. Yeah, I, I think that, that was just kind of a throwaway line. Oh. Um. Yeah. So then he realized the dragon was Avatar Roku's, like the ghost of Avatar Roku's dragon, and it took him to this temple where it showed him a vision of like there's a comet and. Avatar Roku needs to talk to him, and if he comes to this temple on the winter solstice, th- that's when the spirit world and the human world will be the closest to interacting with each other, and that's when he'll be able to talk to Avatar Roku. Roku. What does Roku mean in Japanese? Six? Yeah, nice job. I know that because I have a Roku. Avatar Six. Um, which doesn't make sense because he's like the 10,000th. Yeah, he's, he's like the 30 millionth, but whatever. Um, let's see, what did we just explain? Okay, so, so yeah. So, he got, has his vision, then he goes back to the village, but he's a ghost and nobody can see him. And he has to figure out how to get um, Sokka back. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, then he goes back to his body, and, and then he goes back to the village. He doesn't do i like can't remember how he got him back out it was so like this part was the part where i was like wow okay like that really made no sense that he was just like the monster shows up again and he realizes that the monster like for some reason he he touches it because he's trying to communicate with it and he realizes that the monster is like the spirit of the forest that burned down. Yeah, and then he talks about acorns. And then he's like, look, an acorn, and it's like, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> and it just, like, turns back into a panda and leaves, and all the people come back that it kidnapped. Yeah. I was like, wow, you, that was really Very... easy. There, I guess, the, ah, that makes sense. That's why the dude had so much faith in him, because he knew it was such an easy job. 
I guess. He's like, all you have to do is show this monster an acorn and it'll be happy. Hilarious. Um, anyway, I thought that was a good episode. Yes, Iroh and Zuko definitely are great in that episode. We get some info on the spirit world and we gotta go to this temple. The only problem is that it's in the Fire Nation because it's the Avatar Roku temple and he was a firebender. So. Um, I didn't write very many notes down on this one because I was very invested. Um, and I was just like trying to keep track of what was happening. I wrote down at the end, I think... I said, lol, good hustle, Sokka, because at the end, the village master, like, the leader of the village is like, how can we ever repay you, Avatar? Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's fine. And Sokka's like, you could give us some supplies and some money. Yeah, I actually thought Sokka was, like, his least annoying self this time. Like, this episode, he, <laughs> he really, wasn't he in really the pulled episode it together. For half the time. I just think that's great. I'm like, yeah, you go, Sokka. Advocate for yourself. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was good. So, they go to the fire temple. Is it easy? No. Hold, I got, um, I haven't taken my allergy pill for this today yet. And the seasonal allergies are killing me. And so my throat Mm. just got real scratchy. And it's distracting me. Um, but, uh, so they go and Zuko's following them. And Iroh's like, hey, buddy, don't forget that this is on the Fire Nation island. And he was like, it's fine. Like, my dad will forgive me when he realizes I'm chasing the Avatar. And he's like, I don't think he will, but okay. I love how, like, honest Iroh is about his brother. He's like, you're giving my brother too much credit. He's not an understanding person. Um, so they go... And the Fire Nation sees them. Was that his dad, or was that that was Gen- that was Zhao, right? That was, yeah, Captain or General. I forget what his rank is. General Zhao. And he so, was like, "Hi, I have a ton of boats. Just try and get past me." Yeah. So they just like they're like, uh, shoot down the bison, and then they're like, okay, but also there's a Fire Nation boat too. And he's like, I don't care about them. If they get hit, they get hit, which is harsh. Um, so then, uh, they, Buffalo, Buffalo, Appa gets hit a couple times and it's really sad. And, uh, but they make it onto the island and Zuko has to like distract, he like leaves the boat. Is that, that's the next episode. No, that happened in that episode. They, so Zhao lets them through, lets Zuko through because he's just going to follow Zuko because oh, that's right. Zuko's following the Avatar. Yeah, so they go through. He sneaks through, but he swaps boats, so he goes on a little boat, and then the other guy takes him. Yes, Zuko tries to do, like, a misdirect and goes on a, like, submarine, a basically. misdirect. So they get to there. Inside the temple, and the sages or pages, what are they called? Pa- sages. Sages are like. Sages. Um, they're like, oh, we're supposed to be protecting the avatar, but we're under the law of the firebender or the fire nation now, so we're gonna kill you. So they chase them around the temple, 
you're frozen mm-hmm. and you're making a really funny face. That's like really disappointed in me. So that was really funny. Okay. <laughs> you were just like. <laughs> that was my time. sad face for Appa. Oh, anyway, and they go, <laughs> um, and they get trapped by one guy, and he was like, hey, don't worry, I still am here to protect the Avatar, I don't believe what they believe, and they're like, that's suspicious, and he's like, no, believe me, and they're like, alright, okay. <laughs> so he leads them through a fake, uh, secret tunnel, <gasps> wait, is that, did I miss the secret tunnels song? Okay, because no. I know that's from Avatar. Yeah. Um... Secret that part tunnels. I was like really amused because I was like, why do the other sages not know about the secret tunnel in their temple? I don't know if it's they didn't know did about it know or about they it? just didn't know that they were in that one. Maybe. Because um, it looked like, I was like, what are the odds that they're right next to the one tunnel? I figured yeah. there's probably tunnels everywhere. So they get to the little temple and... They have to do, like, they need five firebenders at once to open it, um, which, of course, they only have one to get to the doors, and and so they try to blow it up, but it doesn't work, but it looks like it worked, so they just hid until, which was another great idea by Sokka. He's really coming in clutch in these episodes. Sokka's a great engineer. Um, so they hide, and then when the firebenders get there, they're like, no, they're already inside. Quick, get in. So they open the door. Very sneaky. They open the door, and then Aang hops in. And then, but, oh, but it's not that easy, because Zuko's there, and they're all, so they, like, there's a little fight. Zuko captures Aang for a second, but he ends up hopping in. Um... Once he's in there, they can't open the doors because Roku is keeping the door shut. So then, Roku is like, hey buddy, you're doing a great job, but you have to master everything by the end of the summer. Um, I can't remember why. No pressure. (laughs) Because the whole- okay, so remember he got a vision about the comet? Oh yeah. And the comet made- is like why the Fire Nation was able to take over in the first place and if there was another one am I making this up if there's another one no. which there will be it by comes the end of the back, summer it's it's like Haley's comment where it, over. It, it's it's orbiting the earth or whatever world this is so every hundred years this comet comes around and that's how the Fire Nation launched the war the first time and now it's going to be back at the end of the summer and the fire lord that's the fire lord now is going to use it to basically destroy everybody and finish the war okay yeah so he has to take it down and he's like like, no pressure yeah normally it takes a couple years per element to master but you just have a couple like weeks and maybe a few months it'll be fine you'll be okay do it gifted boy yeah which at first i thought was ridiculous until the next episode (laughs) But how, um, okay, what happens at the end of the temple? I don't remember. So then Zhao shows up because he followed Zuko. Yeah. And so there's like 10 or 15 firebenders outside the door waiting for Aang to come out so they can catch him. And Avatar Roku is like, there's a ton of danger Oh, yeah, outside. that's right. I can help you, though. And he basically like... So he like channels him. 
Yeah. And, and like, blasts everybody away. And they're like, it's Roku! And I was just like, can you imagine if you were, like, a priest or, like, a sage and you had, like, betrayed the sanctity of your deity in order to serve, like, a... a person in government and then the actual incarnation of your deity showed up you just i was like those guys are probably just like oh (laughs) we're so screwed yeah that's a big yikes i just have an all caps oh snap it's roku yeah so that was good and then they so then roku blows up the whole island because he's like i don't want to these sages Mm-mm. I don't want them taking my name in vain and messing with my boy Aang so I'm gonna blow up this temple and, that's and he, he like lava bends a volcano and the whole temple blows up um, and they escape that's Obviously. the end of that episode right yes so that's the end of that two parter so now we have the information about there's a spirit world and Aang is supposed to be the He's supposed to be the intermediary between humans and the spirit world, which I thought was some interesting symbolism. And about Jesus, he asked, "Yeah, shh, can't say that." Oh, this is a secular podcast. Yeah, I know this is all you're swearing. Uh, you started it. I hell doesn't count. It's a point. Oh, okay. Anyways, I was just saying. I don't know. Honestly. So we know about the spirit world now, and we know that they have a timeline where we have to do things by this certain time because the comet's coming. So now we have kind of an end point in mind for this series that we know we're heading towards. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, <laughs> my last note for this episode is the plinky plonky makes me cry. <laughs> that's so funny. I don't know what that means, but my next, my like, one of my like. Where is it? I wrote down, why are they so plucky? <laughs> but Wait, where? Because the last scene of that episode is they're, like, flying against the backdrop of the moon, and it has that just, like, really plinky-plonky music, where it's just like, do, oh. do, 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 And I was like, why is this making me cry? Oh, it's at the first, it's, I said that at the beginning of episode eight. I just said, so plucky. <laughs> yes, they're very plucky. Um, I love Zuko's, like, one-liners that he's getting when he introduces himself in the shops. Like, the village leader. Like, the Avatar gang leaves. Oh, I keep forgetting to tell you. So, in um, the Avatar fandom, they refer to the group as the gang, but it's spelled G-A-A-N-G. Oh, that's funny. Like, gang. That's how so the gang flies off to go to the that. temple, and then Zuko shows up, and he's like, "Seen the Avatar lately?" <laughs> he just is like a bunch of stupid one-liners. He's so I he's just Zuko. trying his best. Here's the thing: is he's he sixteen. Is. Yeah, that's a terrible age. <laughs> in real life, like sixteen is in like all the high school movies where they're like, "I'm finally like a a woman." And blah blah blah. You're but a dumb, 16, dumb baby. Like at sixteen, I'm pretty sure I was still just brushing out my curls and wearing hoodies every day. Like you're sixteen. Like no one is even close to sixteen. Like yes. being an, any sort of adult. Yep. In my opinion. So okay, 
They go to... Episode, episode 9, the waterbending scroll. Yeah, so they go to, a, like, um, somewhere. I don't know if they ever they go... explain it and I'm just missing it, because I never know where So the are. episode starts with they're flying to the North Pole and Aang is starting to freak out because there's so much pressure on him and he's like, how am I going to learn all of these things? It's going to take us, like, weeks just to get to the North Pole. Oh, yeah. And then oh, I yeah, 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 the yeah, master yeah. firebending and earthbending. So then... Katara is like... I'll teach you some water bending. And my first thought was, why didn't you think of that weeks ago? Because I I have a note for this. I like that the show starts out with, like, Katara and Sokka have low-level skills. Like, Katara is a waterbender, but she's self-taught, and she doesn't know that much. And Sokka's just, like, super dumb and can't fight at all. So I like that we're seeing them progress in strength. So that's probably why Katara, because Katara's not a master. Stop eating your dog's feet. Oh, they're so cute. So Katara volunteers to teach him the little waterbending that she does know, and what happens? He is a prodigy. Because he's the freaking Avatar, duh! Yes. He is super good, he picks it up so easily. Um, which I was not surprised at at all. Well, they also set it up like, okay, she's like, don't worry, this took me a couple months just to figure out, so if you don't pick it up right away, don't worry about it. And obviously he's, like, really good. And, um, that made her really mad. Which I was like, girl, it's okay to get a little, like, he's the avatar. You guys- I was watching this. You put so much faith in him all the time, and you weren't expecting him to be good at this. I was watching this, and I was like, man, this episode really hits hard for me for, like, the more I watch it, the more I'm like, I do relate to Katara so much, because I'm really competitive with things that I'm good at, things that I think are, like, integral to my identity or my skills. I'm, like, really weirdly competitive about them. So I was like, I can totally relate to being like, oh, yeah, let's do this thing together. Oh, you're way better than me. Now um, I feel mad. <laughs> that's too bad. So, I get it. <laughs> I was like, I, I get it, Katara. I'm the same way. <laughs> so, they are waterbending, and it's going well, and Sokka is washing Appa, and it's so cute. And happy Appa. I said, happy Appa, and then a crying emoji. <laughs> He's just so cute. I want everything good in the world for Appa. Um, and I wrote down, oh, so it'll be no problem to master the elements by the end of the week. <laughs> he just <laughs> no, has maybe to not by the end of the him. week. He literally did it in like five minutes. Um, so then they go check out some, sh- they go do some shopping. Because Aang accidentally washes all their supplies down the river. Oh, yeah. Um, and they end up in a pirate's boat, which they don't realize they're pirates. I don't know why it's such a big deal. I thought that that guy's line, I wrote it down, it was so funny, his sales pitch, where he's like, Fire Nation, Earth Nation, whatever your inclination, as long as bargains are... <laughs> I was like, ha funny. Yeah, he was really funny. Um... So they go. Also, when they walked into the village, there's like background chatter 
of like all these like tough looking pirate guys and there's a guy waving a bag around and I noticed his line is who's brave enough to look into this bag <laughs> I was like what, what is the this heck? stupid background line that's so funny <laughs> Um, yeah, so they're on a pirate ship shopping. She uh, Katara finds a waterbending scroll immediately. Um, actually, I also thought it was really funny because he says, come find some cool curios. And Aang goes, what is a curio anyway? And he goes, I don't know. <laughs> but we got them. Um, so they find a waterbending scroll. And the guy goes... She goes, can I have this? And he goes, I got it at the best price. Free. And then he's like, but I'm going to charge you 200 gold pieces. And Aang's like, don't worry. I'll get him to sell it to us for two copper pieces. And uh, I was like, okay. Did you like Aang's haggling? Yeah, it was great. What say ye to two copper pieces? Um, Hilarious. So then he... Uh, gets mad at the bad haggling and kicks him out and they're like fine and then Katara they don't get kicked out Katara he's trying to haggle with the pirate and Katara's like Aang I feel weird let's leave okay so they leave and Katara stole the scroll which is very bad because you it's immoral to steal from pirates I guess who cares yeah, I just thought that was so funny because he kept talking about how rare it was and he's like, but I got it for free. And I was like, don't tell people that. <laughs> yes. So Katara steals the scroll and they have to run away from the pirates. They run into the cabbage man again. Oh, I didn't notice. That's so funny. Yes. They destroy his cabbages again. That's probably going to be a hilarious trope throughout the whole show. Yes. Um, and then they run back into the woods and use the scroll. Yeah, so then they're, like, checking out the scroll, and they're learning some new stuff, and Aang picks it up immediately again, and Katara's really struggling, so in the middle of the night, she's, like, practicing by herself, and Zuko and the pirate Wait. are looking for her. First, she gets mad at Aang, and this is the first time we've seen her yell at Aang. Is it? She gets really mad at him because he's like, here, you do it like this. And she was like, well, sorry, we're not all naturally gifted like you. A little extra, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, she's feeling insecure. Her well, whole thing is being a waterbender, and she's not as good at it as Aang. That's why you need Christ, so that your identity's in him and it can't <laughs> be taken away. Um, so, because Zuko figures out that they're there and the pirates are looking for him somehow and so they team up to go look for him and yes you hear because katara he's, wait so zuko is there because his uncle is like i lost this piece to my game that i was playing we have to go shop oh yeah ah <laughs> uh, he's so funny yeah, so then yes. they go out there, and then they're looking for the gang. And they would have been totally fine, because they were hiding in the forest. But mm -hmm. then they're like, well, they're practicing waterbending, so we'll just stay on the river. And they would have been totally hidden, except for Katara was out there sneaking around, practicing waterbending, and being really loud. Yep. So they caught her. 
And I said... And what did Zuko say? I said, uh-oh. Katara and thought, Zuko, hello? Yes. Oh, you noticed? I was very obvious, and I was like, that's interesting, <laughs> but not at all. His line cracks me up when he's like, I'll save you from the pirate." Yeah, oh my gosh. And then he, like, puts his her necklace on her for a second, and I almost threw up. Um, I thought I no, wouldn't I would know. be okay with that. That Zuko is shockingly being very willing to, like, negotiate with her. Star-crossed lovers. So, you've pointed that out. This was a big thing when the show was airing. That people were arguing over whether Endgame should be Katara and Zuko or Katara and Aang. Wow. So. I mean, I guess... So they really actually kind of, like, go back and forth with that in the first season, at least, where they're like, hmm, who's it gonna be? But Aang is so whittle. Yep. She could just be by herself and be an independent woman. What about that? Wait till you see the next episode. Oh my gosh. Okay, so... Good grief. This is a ridiculous episode. So, of course, Katara's like, I'm not going to sell out Aang. I'm not going to tell you where he is. Which also, like, I don't think it would have mattered if she did. She was like, oh, yeah, he's over there. Give me my necklace. Because, um, like, they could have just, like, left again. Like, it's not like it would have been that hard to leave. Yeah, like, they've escaped a hundred times. So, I wrote down lol catch Aang in a net because I just think it's so funny that that's how they managed Yeah, that was genius. They, like, literally just put him in a net like he's a monkey. Well, it made sense because, like, a net, the air would go through the net and the net would keep going. That was actually really clever, I think. So, the pirates catch Aang and Sokka and Zuko has Katara and the pirates want their scroll back. So Zuko is like, I'll give you the scroll and you give me Aang. And then Sokka's like, why would you guys hand over the Avatar? He's worth way more than the scroll. Which I think was intentional. I don't think he was being an idiot. Yes. Sokka's, we really are starting to see how Sokka makes up for his lack of air, of bending powers with actual like cunning and engineering, ingenuity. I also thought it was funny that, like, when they caught Aang and Sokka and they showed up and Katara's like, I'm sorry, Aang, this is all my fault. And Aang's like, no, it's okay. And then Uncle Iroh's just like, yeah, it kind of is your fault. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, I also thought it was, okay, wait, what? Ugh, why so Sokka I... ends up turning the pirates so Sokka turns the pirates against Zuko, and they all fight each other to try to get Aang. Oh, that's right. I Because my next note is about their fight, and I was like, why are they fighting? Um, yes. I'm really sleepy. I, am apo- I apologize. This is a bad episode. It's okay. I should have had coffee and a better night's sleep. Um, so the pirates, I said, I just thought that was ridiculous, because there's no way the pirates would have stood a, like any sort of a chance against the firebenders. Like, mm. and... Uh, Zuko was fighting that one dude with a sword like the whole time and I'm like you could just roast him like (laughs) there's no reason he should be uh, whatever that was like a little a little 
unbelievable. You think Zuko should just be, like, overpowered and absolutely light everyone on fire? Yeah, he is OP. Like, act like it. That's all I'm saying. I like that the pirates use smoke bombs, because I thought that was funny. Yeah, except I don't think they did much. they're in there. They're fighting, and they're all like in that smoke cloud. And Sokka's trying to find Aang, and he's <laughs> yeah. like, "I'm over here!" And he like clears out the smoke, and he's surrounded. And he's like, "Never mind." And <laughs> brings it all back. That was really funny. Yes. Um, I liked that episode a lot. I liked yes. the pirates. I thought they were a fun. Yeah, the like, fun little romp. Yeah, because it wasn't like oh more Earthbenders. Um, yep. you know, um, so it I liked them. I really loved seeing Happy Appa. I'm just thinking about him all day. Um, Did you like the part where the pirates and Zuko were fighting and Iroh intervenes and he's like are you so busy fighting that you don't see your own ship has set sail and Zuko's like we don't have time for your proverbs old man and Iroh's <laughs> like it's not a proverb look! Yeah. And the gang is like sailing away on their boat. Yeah see okay yeah so they start sailing away and uh, they head to a waterfall, and they're like, oh, we've got to stop it. So um, Aang and Katara work together to make, like, a little two little whirlpools that stop the boat, um, which they are successful in doing. But then the other boat, the Fire Nation, comes. Crashes into them. And, yeah, yeah T-bones them. And so they jump off, and Aang blows his cute little bison whistle. And Appa comes in, saves them. Which I thought was interesting because how did Appa come find them previously to the whistle? Don't know. Like, I think he didn't need that. But it's okay. So Appa comes and gets them and they fly away to safety. Yep. And, and Iroh Sokka finds... Sokka says, what did we learn? Oh yeah, Iroh... And then Iroh finds his little piece... He's like, it was in my sleeve the whole time. We didn't even need to come here. Yes. Hilarious. Iroh's great. And then Sokka's like, what did you learn, Katara? Katara's like, stealing is wrong. Unless Unless it's from from pirates. pirates. LOLOL. Yeah, that was funny. So I'm like, "Mm, funny joke, but not really. You didn't learn anything. I also think it's probably from pirates, so. Who knows? It's all good. Yes. So Katara is learning that she shouldn't be selfish and concerning her, worrying about her own progress at the at the expense of her team. Yeah. She and Ink can work together to become stronger. She doesn't have to be so comparing herself. But hurt all the time. Exactly. Yep, so that was uh, all three episodes. How are you feeling about the show? I was like, after after the, after the this three episodes, I was, felt like really, like, oh, I was really invested in these three episodes. Yeah. I was kind of tired after. I, I'm really invested in the story right now. I think I would obviously enjoy it more if I was, like, 13. Um and I think I would be way more into it, and I would think it's a lot funnier. It is clever, and I'm, I, uh, I think it's good. I think it's unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I can't speak for the rest of 
cartoons and animes, but this is the only thing from Nickelodeon that I can think of that's like this, or Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's really yeah. something. I understand why it's so popular. Um, yeah. But I'm, I think I'll, I think by the end of the series, I think I'll like it. Um, yeah. It is a little ridiculous, and a lot of it, I'm like eye-rolling the whole time. Um, but I don't know. I also think, I just, I don't care about Katara's love interests at all. <laughs> I don't think she needs one. She's a teenager. Um, just ridiculous. Teen I'm excited to see baby. the growth. I'm excited for the last season. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know how long that will take us to get through, but. I was watching a video and they mentioned Avatar and the guy said that this was the first time that an American kids series really had this kind of continuous storyline where the show was so plot driven on the storyline being one long thing from episode to episode. And I was like, oh, that's kind of true. Like Teen Titans, we mentioned before, came out a couple years before this, but Teen Titans didn't have like a clear this is our goal right. and this is when this series is going to end like they did do some multiple episode arcs like trying with Slade there was a couple like two or three part episodes but it wasn't ever like with Avatar we now have established clear goals that we have to master the four elements and a clear end to the journey where we have to defeat the Fire Lord and I think that's really interesting I concur. Um, I am, I think three episodes is, like, perfect, though, because I'm, like, by the third one, I'm, like, okay, I have to turn this off. (laughs) But, like, after one, I'm, like, I'll watch another one. Yeah. It's going at a good pace, I feel like. Yeah. Although I, now that they're, I know that Aang learns so quickly, I'm, like, how are they going to fill up this time? Yes and no. I mean, he's learning waterbending, but he, that doesn't necessarily mean he'll master it. And they also have to find him a teacher for each of the elements. I guess. Which, I'll just give you a little something to think about. Finding a firebending teacher might be a challenge. Well, they could just find that sage again. Or it's probably going to be Zuko. He's probably going to turn around. He's going to be like, I want to fight you fair and square, so I'll teach you... <laughs> firebending first and then I'll fight you I have three guesses the sage Zuko or General Iroh all interesting guesses sound viable I think out of those three I would say Iroh seems the most likely to be like yeah sure I'll teach you yeah he'll be like (laughs) I uh I am I love him um, I know everybody does, because I see a lot of memes about Iroh, um, mm-hmm. but I think, I think his character, I'm interested in learning about him, and, like, because Firebenders, or the Fire Nation, is so evil, mm-hmm. um, I want to see how he fits into that. Yeah. Um, like, if he's just doing it because he loves his nephew, or if he really is, uh, bad Mm -hmm. you know 
so I'm excited for the last season. <laughs> like, yay! I can't wait for you to see all the things How I have. How many more episodes do we have? Uh, uh, a decent amount. Let me. In I'll season on one, are they twenty? In episodes? season one, we have. I think it's around twenty. Let me check. Uh, twenty. Yeah. Yeah, and we're on. Not ten, 10 next, so we're yeah, about halfway. halfway. That's pretty good. All right. I'm excited for your reaction to the next episode. Uh, uh, I guess we'll see. The next episode is called Jet, which is the name of a person, and that's all oh, I will tell you. Oh, another love interest for Katara? That means I'm right. How could you tell? So we've got an episode, we've got a good couple of episodes coming up. We've got Jet, and then The Great Divide, and then The Storm, so. Alright. Doing some nice story building. Are you watching anything uh, else this week? Am I? Scott and I just watched a bunch of episodes of this. This is the part where everyone's going to think I'm a nerd. Well. Maybe not everyone. Scott and I are watching through this series called Common Rider Saber. Common Rider is a long-running franchise of a genre of Japanese TV show called Super Sentai, which is essentially what Power Rangers is. It's a genre of show where the protagonists get some kind of item that helps them transform into magic fighting people and they fight monsters. Like Rune Keepers. My comic. <laughs> Not quite. Super Sentai is kind of defined as a genre because it's specifically like if you've ever seen clips of Power Rangers it's specifically that the actors who play the characters are not the same people who do all the fighting in the costumes and they have costumes with like elaborate masks or like weapons and then the enemies are always made out of those costumes that are like rubber suits with different there's more of these than just transformers there's so many I mean, so it's power a whole rangers? genre yeah so power rangers is the only one that has this, uh been adapted to american tv okay but it's there's a whole lot of different franchises but they're essentially like i don't know if you like so American Power Rangers has different series that have different themes. So, like, the original Power Rangers, they all had dinosaur-themed powers. They're, I think the recent one that's running right now is Power Rangers Samurai, so they all have, like, samurai-themed powers. And there's, like, a ninja-themed one. So, generally, each franchise has a bunch of different series with different themes. How uh, did I not know about the Dinosaur Power Rangers? I don't because we weren't allowed to watch Power Rangers. <laughs> oh. So. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Uh, so Common Rider is a franchise, and it's called Common Rider because common means mask, and the rider aspect is that there's usually always some kind of motorcycle that the main character rides. So the one that we're watching now is the one that's currently airing, which is Saber, and so it's all sword themed they all have swords and then it's like storybook themed so they all have different powers 
that connect to their swords that are storybook themed. It sounds very complicated, this is but very it is a, niche. It's essentially like a commercial. It's like a long toy commercial because <laughs> you can buy all of the like belts and weapons oh that they gosh. use. So it's actually hard for me to watch this show. Scott has to get me at the right time to watch it because it's like really simple. So I get really bored if I have to watch more than a couple of episodes. Sounds interesting. That sounds very interesting. Yeah. It's not. For some people. <laughs> I... It's interesting in the fact that they, like, have so many different series. Like, there's one he watched where, like, the whole series was, like, detective noir themed. So the main character was it had, like, a private investigator business. And he would, like, each episode, like, investigate a mystery in the town that somehow also overlapped with, like, whatever these monsters were doing. Huh. So they all each have, like, a different theme. The one that we're watching now, Saber, it's all storybook themed. So the main character is a novelist and he writes books, but then he also turns into this superhero that can fight with a magic book sword. All right. I'm rewatching The Office on the DVDs, which is a whole new experience because it has the deleted <laughs> scenes and the commentaries. And the deleted scenes are like a lot of them, there's like a lot, like many scenes. Um, so it's like watching... Are they like outtakes or like whole scenes that they just cut from the story? Both. No, they're whole scenes that they cut. Not out, not like bloopers. Is that what outtakes are? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's like you watch them all in a row and it's like watching another season. And it's like watching, which is like everything that Office fans have asked for. <laughs> all you've wanted. Yeah, like you want a new season, but you don't want the story to continue because you don't want it to get ruined. But this is like, it's like the perfect. It's just so good because then you're like, oh, this is the characters that I loved 10 years ago. Just yeah. continuing that. And it's really great. And the commentaries are also really, really special. So if you like The Office, definitely. It's like 30 bucks on Amazon to get all nine seasons it's definitely worth it um because the commentaries too you just hear them talk over the episodes and they're like oh that's where you learn all the special secrets about the office that super fans are talking about so that's really good i also have been listening to uh the grace world podcast our parents podcast oh yeah i like to save things up and uh binge them so I haven't been listening. So I watched, listened to like five episodes nice. last yesterday and it was really good. I listened cry. to that too. And it's funny. There's one episode where mom reads a really long Bible passage at the end. And it made me really sleepy because <laughs> she has to read to us. Like, Cause she used to read to us when we were little. That's so like, funny. Oh. <laughs> but yeah. If you want something cleaner than our podcast. Yeah, because ours is so dirty. If you're interested what in theology, check out our parents' podcast. Yeah. We're becoming a podcast we family magnate. Benji and Kaylee have been talking about starting a podcast for a long time. Well, they better do it. Or record talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much all I've been doing. We've been watching a lot of movies still, so... 
If you're still here, that's awesome. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, watch it, sister. And yes. hang out with us. Yes, we have a whole bunch of followers, and I don't think any of them are listening to our podcast. So if you're listening, wait, why don't you think that? Follow. Because most of them are accounts that are like promote podcasts. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> LOL. So if you're listening and you're a follower, leave us a comment. Tell us what you're watching or who your favorite Avatar character is. I guess I am supposed to run a poll. Or I was supposed to yeah. run a poll. Just say... I guess I'll do that. At this point in time, Aang or Zuko for Katara? <laughs> who do you ship? Who do you ship? The baby or the bad guy? Oh my gosh, I gotta Katara's get out of this closet. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Thanks for listening. Alright, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Watch it, sister.